Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The person under the most pressure this weekend, uh, not Josh Allen, definitely not Patrick Mahomes. Lamar Jackson, take a back seat. It's our friends in San Francisco. Hey, welcome to the show, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. It is Maggie and Perloff on CBS Sports Radio. The San Francisco 49ers, Perloff, have put together an unbelievable season, right? They are the boogeymen of the NFL right now. Of they the, are a major favorite, yes. Yeah, of the NFC. I, of the NFC, okay. Of the NFC, because Baltimore are also Went very in good. And, and beat them. The two, two both, te- both I teams. I get it. But San Francisco has had more postseason success more recently than yep. the Baltimore Ravens. Yep. They feel like they're the team that's on the cusp and right there, maybe about to get over the hump. And I think it puts massive pressure on both their head coach and quarterback. We can start with the head coach who has – some very high-profile flameouts in the biggest games. Yeah. Now, you can look at that one of two ways. You can say, hey, good for Kyle Shanahan. He got the 49ers of the Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo. And he had a double-digit lead that he blew in the fourth quarter. Hey, he got Brock Purdy to the NFC Championship game last year. And he was part of the reason why Brock Purdy got hurt because those blocking schemes were ridiculous against your Eagles front, which was the best part of their defense last year. Like there are moments for, and I'm not even going to go back to 28 to three where he was the offensive coordinator for the Falcons. I think that's kind of been done to death and he was not the head coach. But I think that the, the moment and having leads and choking them away or not being there for the moment is something that lives with Kyle Shanahan. It's almost like he's been pre-anointed mm. as a Super Bowl winning head coach when he has not won a Super Bowl yet. Yeah. He's a winning head coach, but he is not in that rarefied air yet. And for that, I think there is pressure on this run. Well, first of all, he's 44. So pretty young in coaching terms. Uh, oh, McVay's already got one. Yeah, but and I, two appearances. Yeah, but there's a lot of coaches who take a long time to get there. So I'm not counting him out of the Super Bowl picture. He is six and three in his playoff record. That's way better than pretty much anybody. So he can win the playoff games. He's won a ton of them. Brock Purdy is two and one in playoff games. That's more wins than Lamar Jackson has had in his playoff career. So they they have he has some high profile chokes, but he's also a good postseason coach. And I would love for you to go up to Kyle Shanahan Super Bowl, we can say, and criticize his blocking scheme. I mean, <laughs> he's like, I'm sure he would love to hear before. that. He's heard it before. I'm just saying, Kyle Shanahan, yes, you can criticize his blocking schemes, but if it works, I mean, he's an offensive genius. So I, I think he's a little unassailable. I'm sorry, I, maybe I'm wrong, but he's a little, we cannot criticize his play calling because the dude gets out there and confuses even the best NFL minds. He's a great play caller. He's a great coach. I understand what you're saying. He hasn't won the Super Bowl, but listen, he, 
the fact that you have over 500 record in the postseason when you're playing the best teams to me is very impressive. Okay, but at times, so there have been times when they've been underdogs in those games, and it's like you know going into Green Bay and facing the number one seed and Aaron Rodgers, and then you come out with the victory, and like, you know it surprises everybody, and those are great. This is this is you're a almost 10 point favorite right. at home against a coach who knows you very well. Now, listen, I don't know what's going to happen in this game with the Packers. We'll make our picks later on. I'm just saying, look at what happened with Mike McCarthy taking an L to the Green Bay Packers. I'm not saying that people think much more highly of Shanahan than they do of McCarthy, but losing to this team, that does damage to your reputation because the Packers are so young and so inexperienced. Yeah. And I think for Shanahan, it's like he's the new Andy Reid. Like Andy Reid had so much success with your Eagles and the four straight NFC championship games, and then he had but but the high profile losses are what essentially got run him out what ran him out of Philly, and he couldn't win a Super Bowl until he got arguably the greatest quarterback of this generation. Yeah. Actually, there is no argument. Patrick Mahomes is the greatest quarterback of this generation. And that brings me to my next point. Andy Reid elevated quarterbacks, you're right but couldn't win until he got an all-time great quarterback. Right. Brock Purdy has to be feeling some pressure here, too, because he's had, again, great season, showed improvement from year one to year two. Elbow injury, never even really a question. I mean, got banged up earlier in the year, but is now playing awesome. I think Kyle Shanahan is a wandering eye when it comes to quarterbacks. If something happens and Purdy doesn't play well, He's young enough, cheap enough, where I think Kyle would say, can I upgrade at quarterback? Mm -hmm. You know, I I don't think he ever feels satisfied at the quarterback position. How about last offseason when he has Trey Lance, former number three overall pick. Jimmy G is technically still in the building, which was very awkward, but he was still there. And Brock Purdy's elbow is basically hanging off his limb. He's like, well, I have half of Brock Purdy. I like this guy so much, I'm going to start the ghost of Brock Purdy or easy early in the uh, season that he's so dedicated to Brock Purdy. I think he's found his true love and the results are incredible. I mean, Brock Purdy was, he's arguably the second best player in the entire NFL this year. Second best quarterback. I yeah, He's going to be second in MVP voting. So that in, in yes. that sense, it's McCaffrey not McCaffrey should have more votes, but sure. I, I'm not as, I'm not as huge on McCaffrey as you are. I think McCaffrey also benefits from Kyle Shanahan. But anyway, I think Brock Purdy is right there, top five quarterback in Shanahan's system. And I think he flirted with the Trey Lance idea that I'm going to have a running quarterback, but now he is fine. He's like, they're going to be two swans. They're going out together for a lifetime. I, wow. I don't think he'll ever move on for Brock Purdy. Man, what did, what did we learn yesterday was the Gen Z? I'm shipping, Perloff is shipping the yeah. relationship between Brock Purdy and Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> and I think that Kyle, if especially if they fall short in this playoff run, where, you know, number one seed in the NFC, big favorites, yeah. you know, playing great. I, I just, I think that he still is always trying to tweak and always trying to see what makes him better. And I would, if I think if they fall short, I think he would try to look around and see if there's someone else besides Purdy who can fall elevate. this year. Falls short this year. You think he's going to look for someone besides Brock Purdy this offseason? Yeah. If they fall short this year, I do. Now, why they stuck with Purdy this stuck past with Purdy. Off, no, not no. Why they didn't bring in like major competition yeah. for him over the last off season is because I also think they decided to spend their money in other ways. Like they went to Javon Hargrave and they had some high profile free agent signings yeah. this off season. Not to mention they now have the McCaffrey deal. Like I think they yeah. like the fact that Brock Purdy was cheaper as well.
Yeah, no, I mean, listen, there's a chance that they move on from Brock Purdy. There's also a chance that the Ravens are tired of Lamar Jackson and that the Chiefs say no to Patrick Mahomes. What are you talking about? There is no way they're going to move past Brock Purdy. Unless he throws seven interceptions, (laughs) Nathan Peterman style, Brock Purdy, if he can walk, is going to be the quarterback next year. Maybe five years from now. But you can't say possibly next year they're going to move on or look for competition. Listen, I don't know what they're thinking. What the, can Brock Purdy not do? What is the, what's, a, what's the hole here? No, it's not about what he cannot do. It's about the Kyle Shanahan offenses and defenses. I know he's more of an offensive guy, but like his systems on both the offensive and defensive side of the ball are the number one system that's replicated throughout the league because his guys are getting hired at a clip that is basically higher than anybody. And McVay is just an extension of Shanahan. Like, those are the guys Mm. who are together in Washington. And so... Well, uh, okay, but yeah. So I mean, McVay is the number one guy, but right. Okay, but Shanahan's not far behind. All of his defensive coordinators get hired. The offensive guys get hired. Who do you think? Bobby Slowick from the Houston Texans, everyone's beloved Houston Texans. Where do you think he was last year? San Francisco. Like, there's so many people in the league who are getting head coaching looks and assistants from Shanahan and and by and McVeigh's, I think they always believe they have to be tweaking, try to be ahead of the curve because there's a lot of institutional knowledge of their systems throughout the league. Yeah, I mean the fact that they stuck with Purdy after he got hurt last year. The, if he's healthy, I mean they are in love. Maybe maybe three or four years if this doesn't work. I mean you said Andy Reid. Andy Reid stuck with Donovan McNabb for a decade at even when that wasn't working. I think they've they've found, they're like uh, hand in the glove with Brock Purdy and Kyle Shanahan. And if Brock Purdy is, I my only worry about Brock Purdy is durability. He had sure. a pretty bad concussion this year. Yep. Uh, if he's out, it's a little like two in Miami. He is perfect to run that system, and I think Shanahan knows that. And he's, I I also think Shanahan takes some pride in the fact that he's turned Mister Irrelevant into a superstar quarterback. And like it or not, he's a star quarterback. I mean that. The fact that I think you're underestimating the MVP voting. He's going to be number two in the entire league. That means the people who vote for that think he's the second most valuable player in the NFL. That is remarkable. Well, that's because people, I think, are basically giving the award or voting for Brock because they're just looking at the offense and saying, we love how this works. And because for some reason it is impossible to give this award to anyone besides the quarterback these days, He's the one who gets it in sort of a de facto way. I also when there's think- so many other reasons why that offense, Pur- Purdy's one of them. Of course, the ball's in his hands, but there's so many other reasons why that offense is what it is. The other thing that happens that helps Purdy is he runs it so much better than Jimmy G did. Uh, he yeah. just it looks so much cleaner. Tur- turn the ball over like yeah, you know, and yeah. just you know with Jimmy G, whenever he threw the ball, Brandon Ayuk would go with uh, Mr. Gadget arms and somehow make an incredible catch. Purdy is very good. He's like a Joe Montana type, where he's giving these little passes that help the receivers with their yak uh, running after catch. He's just perfect for that system. There's a. I, I was with your argument. I understand. You're right. Shanahan is restless. But next year, there's no way that timetable could be that. I'm just I saying. think they're so excited about this guy. Even if they completely falter against Green Bay, I think they're ready to go next year. Honestly, I have more worries about that defense, which all of a sudden became less intimidating very quickly. Yeah. I, I don't think Steve Wilkes has done a great job there this year. So I, I have no worries about the offense. The other thing, 
All right, this is not going to help my argument. How hard is it to play quarterback in San Francisco? Just hand the ball to McCaffrey, <laughs> hand the ball to Debo. Undermining your own argument. Where's the I, pressure? You know, Where's the pressure here? I, I could do that for a large part. That's why Purdy's not going to falter. He's fine. Yes, they make it seem like just anyone of the village idiot can actually run this offense. But, Perloff, I, where, where I was going to undercut your argument was I remember, and maybe this was when we were afternoons. I don't know if we had moved to mornings yet. So maybe for the new audience, you may not have heard this one. Perloff bet me a steak dinner. In Vegas, was it? Or maybe it was in New York that Sam Darnold would start and win a playoff game for the 49ers. I have not let that go. Yeah, I feel great about that. (laughs) Yeah, so you can't tell me that Brock Purdy is so safe and he's going to be the guy and all of it. You know for sure. If you think Sam Darnold could come in and win a playoff game, I'm telling you, if you think anybody can run this offense, you are undercutting Brock Purdy. You're not giving him, you're not making a better case for his MVP. Sam Darnold looked fine in that week 18 game. He looked perfectly adequate. Not Uh, fine against the Ravens. (laughs) (laughs) I tell you right now, if Brock Purdy twists an ankle in the fourth quarter here and Sam Darnold gets the Lions or the Bucks. Yep. I mean, he's a five-point favorite in the NFC Championship <laughs> game, so I, I, uh, I'm not out of that stake dinner bet. Was there a time? Like, do I get next year too? Because Darnold gets <laughs> back? Do. No, I think I get, I get next year. No, this is this is that's a one-year thing. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Yes, you want to say something else? Uh, I understand what you're saying. It, it is anyone can write it, but I do think that Shanahan and Purdy's a perfect match. Just look at the stats: thirty-one touchdowns, eleven picks. He, Purdy, one thing that is, he surprises you so much yep. because he can run much better than you thought. He's much tougher than you thought. And he makes throws. You're like, wow, I had no idea Brock Purdy could make that throw. So I think he's a better player. Uh, I think we're underestimating how good of an actual player he is. No, he he's is not good. just a system guy. No, he is good. And it was put this way, and I forgot by who, so forgive me, but it was that he went from hitting singles to hitting doubles this yeah. year. And like, it's true. And I'm I'm not saying he's not a good player. I'm saying he's under a lot of pressure. And I think Kyle is too. And I think Kyle gets tight in big moments. And even the most diehard San Francisco fan, and we're on in Atlanta, by the way, so you guys definitely know what I'm talking about. But I think even the most diehard 49er fans would say if this is a game in the fourth quarter and this is a 15-minute game tied or one-score game against the Green Bay Packers, you're telling me you're not nervous? I think you would be. Well, he's not a great game manager. I would almost give LaFleur the edge in that one. That's absolutely true. Uh, that being said, is he? I'm not sure. Check the record. Is Kyle Shanahan lost the divisional round game yet well, in his coaching career? <laughs> the the dude is, is not. He's not nothing in the playoffs. They he might is, have a three touchdown lead after the first quarter. I don't. Uh, or it could go that way. I don't know. That Super Bowl that the Rams got to in 2021. There's the 49ers had no right to be right there with them. But Shanahan is a great coach. I think he's an all time coach. I think he's going to be a Hall of Fame coach someday. Uh, maybe well, his dad I'm doing, can't get in right now, yeah. and he actually won Super Bowls. The, to me, the most impressive was his playoff run the, that they came just close against Rams. Because that team was all injured. They were not that good. Shanahan's a problem for other for other teams. And listen, I don't. I love Jordan Love so much. I'm terrified that he's going to go out there on a heater and just do the same thing that he did to the Cowboys. But Shanahan should not be taken lightly, in my opinion. Of he's a not. very, very good offensive coach. So this is a good time to say that uh, we had thanked him once. We should thank him again. We have matching Brock Purdy for MVP t-shirts. Thank you to <laughs> Eric yeah. in Portland and his son Cooper, who sent them to our office. So, you know. if He, he could have wanted to if Lamar would just not be so good. If Lamar had to go into San Francisco and kick their butt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that game had ended up differently. You know, Brock Purdy, by the way, he's not played great in big games this year either. I he's he's been very good. Not big games, but he's looked bad in their losses. So you should have brought that up. 
he looks great against the bad teams, and he looked bad against Baltimore. That makes me a little nervous. But I think Green Bay, they have such an edge. They're nine-and-a-half-point favorites. This is going to be a good Brock Purdy game, a good Kyle Shanahan game. I, and I think they're the Super Bowl team. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. lot to get to. It is the doorstep. We're on the doorstep of the divisional round, which is going to be fantastic. We also have the all-time Mike McCarthy soundbite. When I tell you this is going to live with this man, probably for the rest of his coaching career, especially if he does not win a Super Bowl. We will be playing this clip. Pete Pilate will be paying, playing this clip from now to the end of time. Well, we're going to play this for you next. Again, 855-212-4CBS. We say good morning to our CBS Sports Radio affiliates who we just absolutely adore. Thank you to the free Odyssey app, which you can download. It's crystal clear. Sirius XM Channel 158. If you want to watch the show, boy, do we look good today. YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. Twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio. We're back in a moment with some Mike McCarthy sound you got to hear. All right. You can stream the NFL on Westwood One for free. Sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone. AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone restrictions apply. It is Friday. Divisional playoffs coming up. And these Cowboys are still out of the playoffs four days later. And I, <laughs> yeah, I, don't, think, I don't think any Cowboy <laughs> fan or really anybody can figure out what the heck happened. But, uh, yeah, they are uh, still, as of today, losers. Oh, are you willing to say that they are losers just like everyone else? This is a big show disagreement from a couple days ago. Oh, about the Jets and the Eagles being the same level of losers? Is everyone who's lost now consider a loser this year, no matter if you are a playoff team or you are not? Is everyone the same degree? Not the same degree of loser, but are they all losers now? No, the Cowboys are worse losers than anybody because they they were seven-point favorites and blew the game. That's the most painful kind of loss. I'd rather be the Jets and have a a slow, agonizing season than to lose as a favorite is brutal. Like, if either of these teams, the big favorites, lose this weekend, I think the way the Cowboys season, I think those fans are in the most pain of any fan base. Well, Dallas Cowboy fans, cheer up. (laughs) Yeah. Because your head coach, who's going to be back next year, Mike McCarthy, had his press conference yesterday. And if you were worried about the direction and the state of the Cowboys franchise, you're all wrong. Guys, this is a championship caliber franchise, according to your coach. According to your coach. My message would be this. Uh, we, we, we have established a, a, you know, a championship program. It's just not the world championship yet. Uh, we know how to win. Uh, we know how to train to win. We have the, we have the right people. Um, but we have not crossed the threshold winning playoff games. And um, <laughs> and it's extremely disappointing to be sitting here talking about it. Um, but, you know, I, I know how to win. And and uh, we will get over that threshold. That is a level of delusion yeah. for this coach that I, it's almost admirable. Like, maybe we should all be walking around just thinking, hey, I'm a winner. What did you want? Nothing. <laughs> I mean, McCarthy did win in Green Bay. But we're not talking about Green Bay. We're not talking about Green Bay with yeah. Aaron Rodgers. We're, in fact... The reputation or the book on McCarthy and Green Bay is actually underachieved because you only won one Super Bowl there in Rodgers. Yeah. Uh, 
he said he won championships, but not world championships. That made me think, did he win an in-season tournament and I just missed it? <laughs> like the Lakers? Uh, because, Raise the banner. Um, here's the thing. If he was in another city, I'm going to be real about this. If he wasn't in Dallas and he'd gone 12-5 and five, three years in a row, there's no way he'd be on the hot seat. This is just Jerry and the hype and the expectations uh, so I do think he's actually a bit underrated as a coach right now. I know that sounds wow. weird today. Okay. I mean, Mike McCarthy, <laughs> the fact that this this Cowboys team has no right to win 12 games three years in a row. They're not that good. I, Man, I think This is where you and I are always going to I just don't think they're – I mean, the, the year they came in, they were terrible and turned them around immediately, and he hired great coordinators. Uh, I think Kellen Moore might have been there already. Kellen but, Moore was there, and actually uh, the defensive coordinator, he Quinn. had to be fired. No, Quinn uh, wasn't no, there yeah, the first Nolan. year. But Mike, he brought, yeah, Nolan. So I, I think Mike McCarthy is a regular season winner. I will give him that. You can't argue with that. Oh, yeah, okay, regular season winner. That's like a backhanded compliment, I think. It's, <laughs> that's all I got right now <laughs> for Mike McCarthy. But if he was the coach of the Raiders and went 12-5 and five, three years in a row, he'd probably be a two-time coach of the year. Raiders don't have a quarterback. Like, he's got a quarterback who is uh, is going to be a top three MVP candidate. Maybe you want to say, oh, because of Mike McCarthy. Maybe you want to give him credit there. But I, I think you and I just see this roster really differently. Like, you think that Mike McCarthy came in and overachieved with this bumbling, ragtag, well, you know, the, uh, group of underdogs. Well, I do the, not see the Cowboys roster that way. The first year was an overachievement. The where they were trying, he took over. I mean, I don't think Michael was was he there even yet. Well, it was uh, Dak got hurt that year and he went six and ten. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I no, the first year that they were twelve and five, they were not this star. Oh, the first year Roth. they were twelve and five. Sure. Yeah, listen, I mean, remember they that's the year that Dak uh, blew the end of the game clock thing. Yeah, I don't think there were a lot of expectations. Nobody was killing them for losing that playoff game. That was a good. They lost to a really good Niners team, and I don't think we had that hype for. I think it was the second and third years. Wait a minute. Nobody killed the Cowboys no, after but losing it wasn't. that game. Nobody, you and I talked about that for six months. <laughs> but it wasn't that wasn't out of a Super Bowl Cowboys team. I don't think I don't think anybody but they, they lost, were not a popular pick to go all the way. Maybe not, year. but they lost at home as favorites in that game. Against San Francisco. It was San Francisco who people didn't see. They came out of nowhere because they were the ones who beat the Cowboys on the road, then went to Green Bay and beat Aaron Rodgers as the number one seed. Like that was the out of nowhere team. The Cowboys got clowned for months about that. Yeah, they, the way the game ended. But right. I'm, I'm saying that was not like this year. This, you know, Jerry called it the most painful year ever because of the expectations. I, I don't, I'm sure their future odds were way higher this year than they were in 2021. Uh, they were not, I don't remember them. Maybe I was like, I don't remember a lot of people picking well, I think the was, Cowboys to go to the Super Bowl Maybe that not year. because Dak was coming off like a shattered ankle. And they hadn't, they hadn't won anything under McCarthy. had just gotten there. They were coming right. off two or three bad seasons. So they're coming off the Garrett era. But I do again, not remember was, that. The a, expectations were so much higher this year. Sure. The expectations are super high, but it's not that they that that loss was also a painful one because they were home favorites. Yeah. Like, but they were they were kind of against outplayed the entire game. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, that that one to me didn't feel as I the end was painful, but the, the end of the last the nineteen thirteen game was terrible. And this year was the worst. Because this year, everything was supposed to be quote-unquote different. I don't think we uh, we understood. That, that, we're going degrees of pain here. With I the think Cowboys. the pain is way worse this year. Oh. Because I think they a lot of people thought they were Super Bowl team this year. I don't think that was the case in 2021. Well, and we are talking about Mike McCarthy saying that they are a championship. They have a championship program. They're just not world champions yet. Again, I don't think they mean to do this. But they are trolling their fans by saying this. 
Just like Jerry in his statement pointing out that Mike McCarthy is the best regular season win percentage of any Dallas Cowboys coach, to put that in the statement the day after you get, or two days after you get blown out in the playoffs by an inferior <laughs> team, feels like you're trolling your fans. This is the same thing with McCarthy. Like, we just haven't learned to win in the playoffs yet. It's like, yeah, that's <laughs> why we all thought you were getting fired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, by the way, in, in 2021, the team win total was only nine games. Mm. They were they definitely were not the thing yet. I just think the more, and let's face it, if they go 12-5 and five and lose next year, it is going to be, and Jerry keeps Mike McCarthy, I think they're going to storm that building in Frisco. I don't think that would be, it just it keeps raising the stakes, and McCarthy saying that they're a championship team, they're still living in this delusion the that they quit program. at all. It's just not yeah. the world championship. They I mean, are, I mean, I love it. Factual. Of like, we're a we're Hall of Fame broadcast duo. We're just not in the Hall of Fame yet. <laughs> I, I love it. The number one radio show in the world, just not number one at the it's moment. It's just not the world championship. I was a very, uh, I was a high-scoring, high-rebounding player in high school basketball, but JV, not varsity. <laughs> it changes it. It's yeah. a little. It, it does. It's a little different, but at least you did those things. Like the Cowboys <laughs> haven't done anything. If there was a J- championship caliber, the Cowboys would have a killer JV team. If they had that, you want them to go it's like. Play college. They're not the world champions, but they're the intercontinental champions. I know. I was saying, yeah. yeah Tito, the money in the bank type uh, of thing. Yeah, exactly. Tito Santana, my favorite intercontinental <laughs> champion. I was thinking, it's so funny you say that, EJ. The whole in season tournament thing, I said that to you. I'm like, so this is the intercontinental championship of the, uh, the NBA. You know, you just <laughs> yeah. reminded me with your WWE uh, reference there. We do have an update on the singlet bet. We will get that to you later. Bogish, that just perked you up. Good I morning. For, I somehow forgot about that. You Let's forgot about go. me and EJ wearing a singlet? Well, in I public? think I was preparing myself to I haven't. Yeah, to block <laughs> it out. It's not gonna be pretty. Definitely not. I was wondering, you know how like uh was it Kyle Yuzchek's wife is making all those clothes for Taylor Swift and Brittany Mahomes? Maybe mm-hmm. she can hook us up with something. We need High fashion designer to interpret. You want no part of that. (laughs) (laughs) You do not want to wear that much, uh, that much shiny stuff. You want to be as under under the radar as possible. That's not going to be possible. I don't know. You don't. He doesn't want a sexy Jalen Brunson. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) forty-one points last night. Maybe hook us up with something. I know, right? Oh man, this is going to be rough. It's going to be rough. How do you feel about sequins, EJ? (laughs) Uh, No, not great. Your favorite WWE stars wear them. Feathers and whatever Ric Flair oh, was wearing. that's true. Yeah. And the jobbers, too, that, that always lost to the uh, big stu- superstars. <laughs> Go. Sure. This is, this is not good. Oh, man. I know. I'm just, <laughs> just brought it all back to me. Yeah. It's going to be epic. Jalen Miller, just don't fumble the ball. <laughs> I know. You you and I are going to have a grudge against Jalen Miller, maybe for the end of, till the end of yeah. time. He's done nothing wrong except for come up just a uh, eyelash short. Yeah, he was so close to being the best team in college football. And then yet, yet I can't stand them. Again, <laughs> very upset. I'll oh. be my ultimate onesie for or whatever you call it, singlet onesie. I you child? have to have you have to have the pants and the top. So not just like not for like a high school wrestler, but like what you call a jobber Bilotti, the guy who's about to get killed in the pro wrestling ring. Just so like, the so spandex so like, pants. So like long, long the, boots. No, but it's all it's a one piece, but you have pants. Oh, like, uh, to me, like that long is tights, like yeah, almost like Bret Hart style. Yeah, yeah, I think that. Well, Bret Hart wears the low cut singlet. I have a look at some Bret. Like right. you do not want to look. I don't know if you can pull that off, EJ. I'm going to be honest <laughs> with you. Bret Hart, he's the best there was, best there is, best there was, best there will be. Yeah, I mean, but you don't have Bret Hart's abs exactly. <laughs> 
definitely not. No. <laughs> Nobody does. Oh, boy. Well, Bogus, I'm happy that brought a smile to you. Yes. Off and running on a Friday. Uh, <laughs> once we get clear of all these pesky postseason games, which resume tomorrow, we can focus on the NFL offseason, and the Bears will have as much influence as anybody, either trading Justin Fields and drafting Caleb Williams or trading that number one pick. Whomever their QB is, uh, he might be coached by Cliff Kingsbury. This is shame. No, no, Darko. This Let's make this happen. The Bears expected to interview the failed Cardinals head coach for their offensive coordinator vacancy. Yeah. Elsewhere on the coaching front, the Chargers met with Mike Vrabel and former Stanford head coach David Shaw yesterday. The Falcons meeting with Eagles OC Brian Johnson ahead of a reported second interview with Bill Belichick this weekend. And the NFL is keeping the scouting combine in Indy through 2025 at least. The league had been considering moving the event around like it's doing now with the draft. Bill O'Brien expected to become Ohio State's offensive coordinator. Apparently, Ryan Day was looking for an experienced OC so he could give up play-calling duties. So Brian was the Patriots OC, of course, this season. The NCAA is just trolling us at this point. Miami tight end Cam McCormick just awarded a ninth year of eligibility. <laughs> Let's go. Nine. Yeah. This is the year, guys. Shout he, out to Cam. He originally committed to Oregon when Joey Harrington was the Ducks. <laughs> but actually, his high his senior year of high school, that recruiting year, included Justin Herbert, who he signed with with Oregon, plus Jalen Hurts and Nick Bosa. And it feels like those guys are close to NFL retirement. <laughs> and this dude is still playing college football. They're all on second contracts, those yeah. guys. Uh, if you're scoring at home, he lost four different seasons to injuries ah. plus a red shirt plus his covid bonus year still somehow we're at nine years of college football he better at least be a doctor if not a lawyer yeah. as well that's ridiculous. a year from now it's he have to take classes do yes. we have any yes. information yeah, he's a post he's a post bachelor degree student but hasn't he taken every class that's offered yeah. on campus I think in nine be, years haven't you made it to the end of the catalog i think he'd be very popular because a freshman come in and <laughs> go to him for, if you have any questions about is this professor an easy grader or something <laughs> yeah. he's got all the, like, he knows it all tight end part educational advisor the only doctor doctor lawyer uh sports athlete in history <laughs> yeah slash civil engineer look i have no problem with this like, like for him. Yeah, because he plays for your team. I mean, he's okay. So if he moved on, that wouldn't be the problem. No, no. Like if I was him, and he's yeah. gonna go on to he's he, he's not an NFL player, it appears. So he's not gonna have really a pro football. <laughs> I mean, career. what gave you that impression? <laughs> so I'm trying to be, be nice because he's my guy. Because he's <laughs> yeah, on you guys keep winning, guys. <laughs> but I'm just saying though, like if you're not gonna have an NFL career and you're you're the rest of your life to go into the the yeah. regular real world is. Is you'll have that forever. He can who? How many times can you say I was the tight end of Miami Hurricanes and Oregon and here and I mean it's just it's slash a collecting nine. Social Security. But it's, it's, way cool, real... it's way cooler than going to be a banker. And no need to advance now. Just just keep going. Just keep playing. <laughs> I mean he's like Peter Pan, right? He will grow up. I'm not leaving. Right. Imagine being on campus. Mm. You gotta feel a little strange. Anyway, I, here's the thing about it. I think it's just not that it's applied unevenly. Like, you're telling me that this guy can get a ninth year of eligibility, but, and I'm not crying and shedding tears for Talia Tagovailoa, but because he took two snaps because Tua was hurt, he can't get a year of eligibility because he took two snaps in a game. Like, that, it's just, you know, I don't know. Also, shouldn't it, shouldn't those roster spots be for the younger guys? 
I know it's a I know it's basically pro sports, especially at a high level program like Miami, and it's just one roster spot. But come on, look, have you seen Miami in the last twenty years? We can use all the ringers we can get at this point. <laughs> but are we? Uh, you watch him; he's definitely not a pro. No, I mean, I mean he's, he's more like a block. He, honestly, he's more like a block. Yeah, tight end. I saw he's listed at two sixty five. So yeah. I was wondering if he could be like a lineman. Yeah, I mean, he, oh, maybe that may be his next 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 life in the NFL, uh, perhaps. But. What a, if he could play in the NFL, he'd be the dumbest man alive. Go then. Like, what's he waiting <laughs> well, he'd for? Be like injuries. A, he'd be like one of those blocking tight ends and no one knows her name and gets one touchdown in their career, like Daniel Fells. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cam. That's unbelievable. Uh, Pascal Siakam yet to join the Pacers after this week's trade. Tyrese Halliburton still out with that hamstring injury, but Indy was fine without him last night in Sacramento. They get a win they didn't. Oh, I did write the score down. 126, 121 over those Kings. Benedict Matherin scored 25. Shea Gilgis Alexander at 31. The Thunder snap Utah's six game win streak, 134, 129. And the T Wolves outscored the Grizzlies by 20 in the fourth to win 118, 103. Wait, I've got something. I just thought of it. This is what should happen for guys who stay in college for seven years and eight years and now nine years. You should be forced to live in the freshman dorm. Ooh. I like that. You want to stay in college, you got to Van Wilder this thing. Like, we need you in the dorm. You got to be living a college experience, too, if you want to do this. I, I don't know about, why I'm punishing funny, this guy. Was, he did nothing wrong. I was thinking but. about this, and maybe I shouldn't be giving away a million dollar an idea, but like, this should be a sitcom. <laughs> yes. Like, like, I have a sitcom be like, hey, I'm this guy. I'm a 25, 26 year old man, and I play college football. And just, like, what is it like being on a college campus dealing with, like, 18, 19-year-olds? Wait, like, <laughs> do you guys remember one of the greatest shows that was canceled after one season? I don't even know if it lasted a whole season. Where Tommy Lee from Motley Crue went to college? That was just a movie, Maggie. It wasn't a TV show. It was a movie? No. <laughs> <laughs> he went to co- He went back to college. I know I was mm. not in my right mind for a lot of my college experience, <laughs> but I do remember watching that on a couch once. He went to Nebraska. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, Tommy Lee goes to college. That's what the show is called. Oh, gee, Guys, I wonder why it was canceled. <laughs> it was brilliant. I'm going to tell you, not really. It didn't hold up. Oh. They, had a, they did like a storyline where like basically he's got like a very cute tutor. I'm like, he's 50. Yeah. Don't yeah. do this. That's a little this, rough. This was pre-Me Too, um, clearly. <laughs> but Tommy Lee goes to college. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Bo. No, I, I, Everyone I, check it out. It's great. I was going to take the opposite approach of you guys. He shouldn't be allowed to live in a dorm, this this McCormick dude at oh. 27. He shouldn't be around 18-year-old kids. Yeah, maybe. He, it's the, the age gap is too much. Yeah, that's a lot. I didn't think about the male-female aspect of that. Even just like like he doesn't need to have an eighteen year old male roommate either. Imagine moving in with the twenty seven year old guy, <laughs> okay. and drink beer, beer and rent for, cars. We got beer forever. Uh, we get a mortgage. Cars. <laughs> that is helpful. The, why is there a used car salesman on campus? <laughs> the Edmonton Oilers extended their franchise record winning streak to twelve. 4-2 over Seattle. The Kings going in the other direction. They've dropped 10 of 11, losing at home to Nashville 2-1. And Coco Goff with a straight set win over fellow American Alicia Parks in the Aussie Open third <laughs> rounds. Guys, back to you. This is so good. In our chat, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. DT's in the chat. He said, if the freshman 15 continues for nine years, he'd weigh 300 pounds. <laughs> He's just living freshman year over and over again. How much did you say he weighed? 265? He's Almost yeah. there. That's probably why he's yeah. blocking tight end. He came in as a wide receiver. Right. He's he a 180 slot corner. He showed up. Yeah. He's drinking all that beer and eating on campus, all that pizza. It'll get to you. 
Man, that's funny. 855-212-4CBS. Bogish, thank you. Enlightening, as always. Coming up, one team's trash talk. Is it going to matter in this weekend's divisional round matchup? We get to it next. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. Divisional round, the NFL playoffs kicks off tomorrow. And Perloff, did you know the hottest ticket, the most expensive ticket of the four games we have this weekend? Mm-hmm. Lions Bucks. Wow. Yes. Is that because there's really never been a game like this in Detroit? <laughs> Literally. Like not we're in uncharted waters. We're making history here. I have another theory. It's the only game that's not going to be freezing cold with tons of wind. <laughs> so I would buy that. Yeah. If, if I could go to any of the games this weekend, that'd be that one. Yeah, well, don't get another reporter asking Todd Bowles how he's going to prepare <laughs> well, actually, for the weather. Yes, just dome. want to clarify that game is indoors, <laughs> if anyone didn't know. Listen, you've been to Detroit in the winter. That walk from the parking lot into the building. That sounds miserable. Brutal. Um, okay, so add on top of the fact that the tickets have been wildly expensive. What, what was the average price for the ticket? $1,100. Wild. Yeah. Uh, for that game, we now get a little trash talk, a little bad blood between these teams. Now, a couple days ago, Lion safety C.J. Gardner-Johnson was talking to the Detroit Free Press, and he was talking about preparing for the Rams uh, last week. I'm sorry, this was last week, before they were preparing for uh, L.A. He said, this group, the Rams, is one of the better groups we've done faced all year, besides that Tampa group. If you give that Tampa group a good quarterback, that's a great group. Evans, Godwin, Russell Gage, that's a great group. I played against them for real. Now, he's talking about earlier in the season, Lions played the Bucks. Lions win 20-6 to in Tampa. And do 
be fair, Baker Mayfield did not play well in that game. He was 19 for 37 for 200 yards, no touchdowns with an interception. His quarterback rating that day was a 56. I mean, oh, yeah. It was missed, bad. Missed some wide open throws. I've, I've seen some breakdown of the mistakes Mayfield made in that game. Uh, yeah, I mean, I understand where uh, C.J. Gardner-Johnson's coming from. But, but meanwhile, he's a, Baker's different now. Baker is playing much better, and Baker responded saying this. I don't think he's really watched film because uh, he mentioned Russell Gage. You know, we love Russell, but Russell hasn't played a snap all year for us. Um, he must be going off the preseason stuff that the media was talking about. But he didn't play our first game, so I'm excited to see him. I think he's a really good player. Um, he has been for a while, and he's been an impactful guy on every team he's been on. So he, he's, uh, he's a good player, but, yeah, he's got to do a little bit more film study. <laughs> yeah. Okay, now we had a disagreement on this. To me, this is poking the bear. Like, you're pointing out that Baker Mayfield did not play well and that he held back that receiver group in their loss against the Lions, and that was like week five. I wouldn't do that for a guy like Baker Mayfield. Mm. And I know you could say, Maggie, it's Baker Mayfield. What's he really going to do? This is the role that Baker thrives off of. Underdog role, Counted out. Once Baker became the number one overall pick, I think some of he couldn't play that card as much anymore. Yeah. Him as an underdog, his ability to get that locker room all pulling in the right direction. Like I, I would not do this if I were Gardner Johnson. You know, I don't think it matters if you poke him. I think Baker's gonna be a one hundred percent baker regardless. I mean, he's gonna plant that flag, he's gonna dance, he doesn't need the provocation. You're right. I guess he could use this as bulletin board material, but even that was not the worst trash arc. CJ GJ, as I call him. Always trash talks. He's this is nothing for him. He's yeah. gone after so many quarterbacks. But I, I one thing Baker did say, he's so good, and it really annoys me because the Eagles secondary fell apart the second he walked away. Oh, you gotta pay. So him. this is not the bear in this case is the Lions. The you're not poking the bear. Poking the bear means that you're going against a good team. I honestly think and my take is that Baker Mayfield's gonna be that underdog guy. I don't care if he was the number one pick. He's always doing that stuff. He's always acting like it's a world against us. He doesn't even need this. Okay, so this is where I I think that you don't wanna I know CJ Gardner Johnson is really it trash talk is part of his whole persona and part of his game, but Tampa Bay should be playing free here. Like if anybody is gonna have the possibility of getting tight in this game. Don't you think it's the team that's in uncharted waters, the team that their fan base is now li- has been living and di- lived and died with this team to to their credit when they were awful and not even sniffing the playoffs. Now here you are with a home playoff game where you're favored by nearly a touchdown and they're 6-point favorites. I mean, Detroit can can taste it. They can taste the NFC Championship Absolutely. game. So if the Bucks are able to keep this close, if that blitz really gets to Jared Goff and you know he starts making mistakes, which we've seen before, if they don't get him on the run or moving him around and he's a sitting duck back there, what do you think Todd Bowles is going to dial up? What do we just see with Jalen Hurts? Okay, maybe the Eagles kind of mailed that in. But that blitz got <laughs> to them. If he can do the same thing to Goff and this is a tight game... I don't know. Maybe start feeling a little of that home oh, yeah. crowd like gets a little quiet. Everyone starts getting a little nervous, and that's where Baker can thrive. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Baker, Baker giveth and taketh this year. I mean, listen, is Mike Evans actually going to catch those long pass? Is Baker going to be two percent off? I I worry that Baker is going to have these big opportunities, and he hasn't been wildly accurate down the field consistently. He has these great games and these bad games. The Eagles game, you could throw that out. 
the Eagles had given up on the season. They weren't even really in the building. So, you, yeah, I, I'm not worried about Baker. I do think you bring up an interesting point. I'm more I think the lines will be tight. I think Jared Goff has a lot to worry about here. But you're going to get the same Baker regardless. I mean, do you think Baker uh, needs trash talk to act like Baker? You don't think he's in that locker room saying no one believes in us? He is all about that. Yeah, I I just, this, this is not the guy. Maybe, uh, maybe a, I'm wrong, and maybe yeah. the Lions will get into a track meet and they're just going to blow him out. That's possible too, but I, I wouldn't want to give Baker any reason. Like, you know, you might have turned that Eagles game off because it was you know, probably painful for you to watch, and it was a blow. I did, actually, yes. Yeah. It was a Baker Mayfield, like, 10-part documentary. Yeah. It was like the last dance for Baker. I mean, you would have thought the announcers in that game, like nobody had ever played football before yeah. Baker Mayfield came along. Like guys, there's never been a leader like Baker Mayfield in the history of the entire sport. It was like that. Yeah. I mean, the reality of this game is Baker Mayfield has two problems. His names are David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs. If Detroit can just run it right down Tampa Bay's throat, yeah. which is not easy. Tampa Bay's good at stopping the run. Keep the ball out of Baker's hands. I, I think if Baker gets a little desperate towards the end, he'll give it up. Uh, but I totally agree. The Lions are feeling the pressure here. There's way the Bucks are house money. No one ever talked about them being here. They they won an easy division. They got lucky playing the Eagles. Yeah, there's no expectation at all. But that being said, I, I don't think Baker really needed uh, C.J. Gardner Johnson to say anything to act like Baker. There was one thing about this that I thought was interesting because I was also a little worried about the Lions going after Baker. But is Baker taking the bait here? I mean, we you know I know Perloff said he's kind of Baker 100% of the time, but this year Baker Mayfield's showing a lot of maturity. He hasn't taken a lot of the bait when it comes to trash talk. He's been kind of under the radar. He hasn't made a lot of headlines. This is kind of the first time I feel like all season I've really even seen a, a spicy Baker Mayfield take mm. uh, from him. I'm wondering if this is him maybe kind of going back to his old ways and maybe him getting out of maybe back into character, a character that, that hasn't really suited him very well. Well, what does he have to lose at this point? You know? uh, that wasn't that spicy either. I mean, he's saying like, the guy is not watching film. Like, yeah, you know? but he said he's a great player. I mean, he did. That's that was the, a, that's the classic Tom Brady. Oh, he's yeah. a great player. I'm gonna throw it at him a hundred times now. But they're not. <laughs> they're not gonna throw it at him. But yeah, I mean the uh, the Lions cornerbacks. I think Pipilotti could beat them long. That's <laughs> that's a real problem in that, Detroit. You got that right. He's got yeah. lightning speed, Bilotti. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, the Lions have real problems in their secondary. So that I think they got to keep the ball out of Baker's hands. I understand what you guys are saying. Like Baker is definitely going to be fired up, and he's going to be the looser one here. This is an interesting strategy game because the Lions can't stop any deep passing attack. I mean, they could have stopped the Eagles. Yeah, this is this actually I like this six and a half point spread, right? It looks like six. I'm seeing now. Yeah, this is other than the Bills Chiefs, which is going to be super close. This is the game. This is the one we're expecting to be be interesting. And I like your take that maybe uh, three minutes left in the game is Jared Goff feeling it, except Jared Goff's had a lot of playoff success, Maggie. No, Believe it, it or not. He has. And again, uncharted waters here for the Detroit Lions. I'd be. I'd love to hear how the fans are feeling. Are you, at this point, is it, is it house money a little for the Lions? Like, yeah, I you mean, won a home playoff game, and I get it because my team went through a really long playoff drought, too, and when they actually got to the playoffs, it was so amazing, and then they laid an egg in the first round, and it, you know, I was just glad to have the monkey off the back. This is the first time they could win two home playoff games since 1957. Yes, uh, for the right to get slaughtered in San Francisco for either team. I don't know. But it, golf has been there. He's not new to this. He's been in big games, Meg. 855-212-4CBS. You're welcome to weigh in on the Lions. I think they'll be feeling tight in this game.
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.